Balance of Nature's Fruits and Vegetables in a Capsule, Changing the World One Life at a Time. For me personally, I do a lot of physical labor because I have horses and I'm working in the fields. I'm trying to get weeds out and I ride and I feed and all this. I'm cleaning a lot. I do a lot of stuff and it seems like I have more energy. I kid you not. Tell Dr. Howard, thank you so much. He is a godsend because I know that he's going to help a lot of people. He's right on target with this. I am so thankful for him doing this. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code KATE. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. show on a Friday and uh, boy going through a little history to connect some dots on things I always like doing that and I hope this show is dedicated to doing that so we can understand where we went wrong and how we went wrong and uh, and maybe some of those pivotal points um, welcome back to the show get over to mypillow.com if you haven't been there you know what a great place to buy those products you know you're gonna buy anyway uh, and they do have the best quality. Uh, Mike Lindell's super, super picky, I'll tell you that much. And, uh, and you know, I know you've seen the late night commercials, and you might think, oh my gosh, he's a little cheesy, and, and he's trying to make them a little cheesy, so you'll remember, right, uh, these commercials. But the products, the products are mind-blowing. The products are that good. I had searched for sheets for a long time that were like my grandmother's sheets, and these are those. I, I, and I can't believe they're at MyPillow.com, honestly. So I get the sheets and uh, and get the MyPillows and the throw blankets that are just amazingly soft. I mean, those kind that you want to cozy up to. And get Christmas gifts early. You never know what Christmas is going to look like this year. And so make sure that you can do that uh, with MyPillow.com. Get f- up to 40% off by using the code Kate. And then on top of it, by helping uh, shows like mine and, uh, well, this show, stay on the air. And uh, I really appreciate that. But think ahead. Think ahead. I, I actually was starting to think about Christmas a little bit because I was thinking, wow, we don't know. We don't know what it's going to what, what What is Biden's version of dark winter? I don't know. Anyway, uh, make sure that you get there to MyPillow.com and use the code word Kate. I really, really appreciate that. And Mike Lindell appreciates it, too, because he's really he really is out there speaking and fighting and, and doing everything he can do. I mean, the guys the guy works hard. What can I say? And he loves this country. Um, so let's talk uh, for a moment. By the way, Sesame Street started in 69. I couldn't remember if it was 69 or 70. It's 69. And they were already, and people were noticing, they were noticing that it had a little twist to it. And that was not showing the family unit like a, like a, regular, fa- like a regular family unit could be or should be or works best right and uh you, you could see when you when you start to realize who was at the helm of that oh okay uh you know rockefeller foundation has done nothing it's it been horrid for this country in cultural change and they're usually spearheading every single fight um when it comes to uh cultural change in america 
turn it upside down. And uh, definitely with children and programming, please be so careful out there. Boy, I cannot believe the stuff that's coming out. So let me talk post office for a moment, because I don't think a lot of people realize this at the time, too. Um, the, uh, in 1969, the Postal Service Act of 1969, remember that name, Postal Service Act, okay? It was introduced into the House of Representatives. And uh, it was basically leading a campaign to start to, de- to destroy your property rights by means of national land use legislation. I don't think a lot of people have connected those dots yet, but, um, and maybe you have, I applaud you. Uh, but, uh, there was a delay to suggest all this deliberation because the postal service act, uh, you know, after all of this delay, it was passed and overwhelmingly both houses and then signed into law by Nixon in 70 and by a stroke of the pen. Now, Realize this, the United, the United States Postal Office Department, which, by the way, the postmaster was third in line for the presidency or fourth in line for the presidency. Do you guys realize that? Was abolished and replaced by the quasi-private U.S. Postal Service. Hmm. Interesting, right? United States Post Office Department was replaced with the signage of that bill to the U.S. Postal Service. And just like the Federal Reserve Act in 1913 handed over control of our money to central banking and to uh, the Federal Reserve, which is neither federal nor reserve, um, basically... Uh, they, we handed over our base, most basic form of communication system, the mails, to uh, the mailing, to, uh, to, for the Rockefellers to kind of have a hand in that as well. And like, uh, like the Federal Reserve System, the Postal Service, uh, and this was said back in 75, is now privately owned, retains the powers and privileges of the federal government. And when the act was passed, there was a lot of hoopla, okay? This is usually what they do, right? Telling you that the new improved postal service would hold costs down by improving service. You'll get better service, Buster. Yeah, you will. Just watch, right? But postal rates have almost doubled already under the postal service. This is what they were saying in 75. And and then they said that the news was filled with statements that the postal service will just have to raise rates again due to its huge deficit, a billion dollars a year. And the Postal Service Corporation, the real plan was, uh, as it was created, was really the exact opposite of these public relations sort of marketing promises. Remember, we always get the, the marketing promises. The plans contained in the documents that were virtually unknown to the American people at the time really spelled out a well-defined process by which postal service is to be progressively cut to the bone, not improved in the process of the really sort of the uh, Sovietization of the mail service, because now what do they do? They photograph it. They monitor it. They're looking at it. They're able to look at what's inside the, the mailings, right? And they also set out a plan to eliminate the elimination of six-day mail delivery at the time, consolidation of mail processing centers, individual and group uh, production standards, all kinds of different things that they were doing. And so they, this is what was said in 75. The measures sound harmless, right? Right? Aside from a little inconvenience, they probably don't really uh, probably arouse a lot of concern. But, but the nine measures described by the Postal Service, uh, they have a quote in there, the word uh, stratagem, right? The word stratagem means a trick in war for deceiving the enemy. 
And basically, the, the, the consolidation of mail processing centers, it implied the centralization of mail processing, which helped render the search and seizure provisions that were given at the time. And so, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, they were downgrading postal service, and they were implying these severe cutbacks. And and then, of course, at the time, uh, 15,000 postal jobs were immediately uh, eliminated. And it was getting worse, and they were going into so-called, what was called postal reform. And uh, and this was really the, the downgrading of it, right? And then the financial milking of the postal service assets and the public cash um, and also, um, you know, just a little bit about these provisions with the uh, Postal Service Act. Here's an example. Suppose you were to write a note or a letter to a friend and then decide for some reason to take it to him yourself or have another friend who is going that way drop it off for you. That, my friends, is actually in the book, uh, in this act, I'm sorry, a violation of federal law of the Postal Service Act of 1969. No such uh, competi- uh, you know, competition with postal monopoly. And the only way you can legally take or send a letter by any other means outside the Postal Service at the time was to treat it as if you had mailed it, seal it in an envelope and address it for mailing and put the amount of, of, of postage on it at the time. And so um, this really parallels the Stamp Act, does it not? Um, helped bring on the entire American Revolution. It wasn't just that. There was a there was other things too. The notary, uh, all kinds of different things that were going on. Stamp Act kind of gets the you know um, people recognize the Stamp Act, but it was the virtual prohibition of uh, on this of carrying letters out of the mail, you know, and and what they could basically do to censorship, seizure, seizure, search, all of those things in sort of a parallel. Um, with no representation to stop this. And, of course, uh, uh, they had all kinds of different, you know, little provisions in there that were pretty unconstitutional. And that is really, really a sad state of affairs, how it changed at the time, but I don't think people realize because they bought into the marketing ideas. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi. Has has anyone else noticed since about a month before the election how slow the mail has become? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I got, Interesting. I got a letter from Denver yesterday. Mm-hmm. It took ten or eleven days to get here. Yeah, yeah. It, it used to be two. Yeah, crazy. It's crazy. Thank you. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know what to say. Um, did you know that uh, a passport you're basically mailing yourself across sea uh, boundaries uh, and treaties? <laughs> I don't know if people realize that a passport is to mail you. That's mailing yourself. And most people don't realize that. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yes. I wanted to give an example. This is the example is just one example. This has happened several times since that law was uh, changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, where these two girls, uh, nine, ten years old, mm-hmm. started delivering mail in their neighborhood. Right. And they would, uh, dem- uh, it was like one third the price that the postal office was charging. Mm-hmm. And then they started uh, doing it, delivering twice a day. Right. And then they kept expanding to more and more blocks, more and um, this is all, as I said, Philadelphia. And what happened is the feds came in, and it was just like a, a Gestapo raid. They, uh, they well, finally they had to rent out a little uh, building because they were uh, their business was growing, and they uh, confiscated and stole all the people's uh, mail. They took them down to the police office, uh, mm-hmm. and I don't know if they tried to prosecute. I think they didn't end up having to spend any time in jail. Uh, this is your government, and the other point about this. The reason for the post office 
that was listed in the Constitution no longer exists. Mm-hmm. What should have happened in 69, the same thing that should happen with the Fed, it should have been abolished. Yeah. The ma- reason they put the post office in the, in the Constitution was for uh, military strategical need, mm-hmm. because they had no, no other means other than carriers to transmit important messages mm-hmm. in the, uh, from one um, ben Franklin. part of the country to the ben other. Ben Franklin was in charge of it for yeah. a long time. Yeah. I mean, uh, what did you say? Ben Franklin was in charge of it, was he not? Yeah, for a long time? but they did it because they had to for mm-hmm. military purposes. Yeah. They don't have the means of, of communicating we have today. They didn't mm-hmm. have telegram. Right. Uh, so it should have been abolished, and then re- and we should fade it out right now. E- even this uh, uh, semi-government entity right. that taxpayers are su- uh, subsidizing to the billions, yeah. uh, it should not exist at all. I and agree. the founding fathers would uh, certainly have gotten rid of it. Thank by now. you, thank you for that. I really appreciate that. It was a great point too. Um, also, what it did really was uh, was start the suspecting of engaging in, in activity the government doesn't want you to engage in. So then the postal inspection that could be imposed on you at the time, because they didn't have that before to this degree, uh, to look for damaging evidence. And they could actually plant evidence if they wanted to. And so extremely unconstitutional to stake a claim and say, well, we can, we can halt your mail from going where you want it to go, where you paid for it to go, if we think or we don't like or we might suspect something's in it. And so it violates the Constitution in so many ways. And so that's that was what came about um, from this 1969 uh, situation. They actually changed it to the Postal Service, and that's why we call it that today. Um, that was a big change. And like I said, you're mailing yourself with a passport. Those, uh, those treaties uh, still in play today over, over ocean waters and kind of interesting how that all works. But my gosh, uh, the, the caller was right. Uh, they should have at the time abolished this. But if you've noticed it, they're having to aid the postal uh, service now because it's no longer what it, what it used to be more and more and more every single year, aren't they? So... Anyway, I wanted to bring that up because these are examples of what happened early on that a lot of people didn't realize what was going on and how it impacted our lives. Now, uh, when you sign up for like a postal box, they look at everything and they give you a snapshot in your email of everything that you get. And it's all on record. And uh, and it's uh, it's absolutely really and truly unconstitutional what they're doing, but they're getting away with it because it no longer is what it used to be, too, as well. But but under the same guise of getting the financial, right? The financial end of it from the government and being propped up and supported by the government. Very interesting. Be right back. Kate Daly Show.